Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your host, Caleb. Guys, I got a special guest, something, actually I shouldn't say something, someone, you guys don't know, he's going to be brand new to our team and I'm really excited to have him a part of the team here with me and Devin and JT and his name is Caleb, what's up dude? (laughs) what's going on how are we doing i'm doing great but just a preface that's not me talking to myself that is a different caleb right so like yeah you are you are different than me um but guys just so we can have that differentiator between the two of us we're calling this dude the deuce so that is going to be so hashtag at the deuce for all of our social media stuff, which you can find us at the Monsters FB on all of our social media pages. But Caleb is going to come in. We're going to just have some more football fun, talking some fantasy. We got some news we're going to jump into, and then we got a new segment we're going to hit after that. So Caleb, we're going to go ahead and do some some monster news real quick. Let's tell the listeners. So Miles Garrick was in a car accident, and you know more about this than I do. So go ahead and tell everybody what's going on with Miles Garrett. Yeah, so pretty much early Monday morning, uh, whenever Miles Garrett was leaving the facility, he was involved in a one-person car accident, and he was pretty much immediately taken to the hospital, uh, but it was non-life-threatening injuries, and he was alert, talking to everybody. So 100% good news. I mean, not good news that he was in a car accident, but good <laughs> news that he's doing better. <laughs> yeah. Or good news that he's good. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't like that he was in the accident. No, that's that is really good because, you know, it's something that I I briefly mentioned too, is it always makes me nervous when I see a football player in a single car accident. You know, the first thing that goes in my head is like, oh man, not another one that was drinking and driving. You know, yeah. like, like that was instantly my thought process. And I was like, Miles Garrett's a good dude. So I don't really, I hope that wouldn't be him, but I'm glad to know that it's not that big of a deal. Um, hopefully nothing comes later on that says otherwise. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact he's leaving practice, I think is pretty pretty telling that he, he wasn't like on drugs or something. So hopefully everything will be fine. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about, and I don't, I really want to get your thoughts because I'll, I'll tell you mine, but the NFL is getting rid of the skills competition and it looks like they're going to do a flag football game, you know, f- you know, instead of like for like during the pro bowl or something, I guess. Look, every, every year, um, the skills competition for the NFL has gotten worse and worse. Um, you know, hockey does a really good job of having a good skills competition. You have the home run derby in baseball, which, you know, people will argue that's not that great. I, th- I still think it's exciting. I, th- I still think it's fun. But the NFL skill competition, I go back to when it was good, back when, you know, they had like that QB, like that QB running drill where you would throw a couple short yard passes, you would throw middle passes, you would throw deep passes, then you'd have to do like a, you know, run and then hit a target like on the move. And I, I remember like Michael Vick and Brian Greasy doing these um, drills and, you know, and then they had the guy that could throw the ball the farthest. So it was like, we don't have that anymore. And I find that annoying because what they have now is what the catch, like they, you know, the quarterback throws a ball and you do like flips and jump off trucks and crap. Like that's dumb. So what are your thoughts on this? Like, are you, you happy that we're not doing a skills competition or, are you kind of on the flip side where I'm, I'm kind of wishing we would just go back about 15 years and do that type of skills competition? 
Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I feel like the skills competition at the end of the day was kind of to document the fun side of football. Right. To document the different skills all these top tier players have. And doing flips off the trucks, that's not an everyday skill that is going to get documented <laughs> in the NFL. I mean, nobody besides Marshawn Lynch is going to drive something on the field <laughs> to go ahead and do something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So with a big flag football game, you're pretty much, in my opinion, you're kind of denoting the actual Pro Bowl. You're playing with the top tier players in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. In a one-on-one AFC versus NFC, or in years prior, you have two legends teams that are playing each other. Mm-hmm. So with the flag football, you're just kind of taking the hitting out of the football game, watching them play one more extra game, and then you're doing it like a bunch of, I don't even know, like I like sorority flag football is what <laughs> I kind of view it as right now. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so here's the thing is I know the players don't want to hit because, you know, they do enough of that during the season. I'm fine with that. I'm curious to see how the flag football thing is going to work. I think there's a way they can do it well. And here's my, here's my idea. And let me know what you think. My idea is this, is you have everybody that gets elected to the Pro Bowl. Okay. So you have, have your players, but forget teams, you know, like what division you're in, what conference, whatever, forget all that. You get two captains or even four, and you like can do a round-robin like tournament with your players, or again, have two captains, and you like pick your teams. So like, I think it, that would be kind of a fun element, but I don't know if that's what they're going to do. I, I, I don't want to just see the AFC versus the NFC in a Pro Bowl flag football match. <laughs> like, that's what I don't want to watch. Yeah. Like, where, where's the punters coming? <laughs> like you're not going to punt in a flag football game. You're not kicking field goals in a flag football, you know? So I don't know. I, I mean, I'll have to read more into this. Um, it's just something I, I briefly saw before we hopped on here. That was very interesting to me. Um, two other things that we want to jump in. And I, I, again, man, so Justin Herbert is one of my quarterbacks in, in a couple of my leagues. And it's really frustrating me because like, you know, Brandon Staley is coming out saying that this injury is not going to go away. And what we saw this past weekend makes me very nervous <laughs> because Ooh, yeah. oh, he did yeah. he did not look comfortable um at all in this game. And so I mean I'm looking at I mean is this going to be the Justin Herbert now moving forward because if if that's going to be it man I'm kind of out on the Chargers. It's another scary thing especially because the Chargers had so much potential mm-hmm. going into this season. And then you look at Joey Bosa getting injured as well. Joey Bosa is game to game right now. Dude. There's no set thing. So that's one of your key components on defense. You have, I mean, of course you have Khalil Mack and Derwin James. You have those two key components of the defense, but then you have Joey Bosa. That's kind of taken out of a powerhouse defense. Right. I mean, opinion, opinion, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but they, they are a powerhouse defense with Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, all healthy. And then Justin Herbert, who is, was arguably probably a top five quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Also another opinion, but now that one's the chargers, <laughs> the chargers might not even make it to the playoffs now. Yeah. I mean, this is a powerhouse division, you know, like this is a very, very tough division. I mean, look at the Raiders. They're, oh. they're now owing three on the season. You know, I mean, it's not just because they played teams in the division too, but I mean, it's, it's going to be a really tough division. 
um, to win. And I mean, again, the Broncos aren't playing well. I think there's still a chance that they can make the playoff just because the Broncos aren't, aren't playing really well. You have, again, the Raiders are playing terrible. You just have to figure out the Chiefs and whatnot. But if if Herbert can't get this squared away, and I mean, they also lost Jalen Guyton um, as well, wide receiver, and Keenan mm-hmm. Allen still dealing with his hamstring. So like, this team is all of a sudden, and I know a couple other players this past week, I'm, I'm blanking on names, but we're also went out to, due to injury that are going to be week to week. Like this team is very, very unhealthy now, and it makes me mm-hmm. very nervous to see what this Chargers team is going to look like. Enough to where I um, am trying to pick up somebody off a waiver wire as a backup because I don't even know if I want to play Justin Herbert <laughs> next week because yeah. it's made me that nervous. And I mean, looking back to that game where he actually did get injured, it was, I mean, you could see it like a definitive change in how his play style was. Mm -hmm. He was, he was so much more cautious and which is understandable, but it's not the Herbert that the chargers need in order to win games. Right. No, it's, it's definitely not because he ain't running with those ribs either. No. (laughs) All right, guys, that was our monster news. So now we're going to jump into a new segment that we have not done before, and that's going to be uh, the monster take it or leave it. Now, We've got a few questions we're going to ask each other, and Devin's got me a few. If we get to him, we'll, we'll, we'll toss his on there as well. But we've got some questions. We're going to take it or are we going to leave it? So my question for you, Deuce, <laughs> <laughs> take it or leave it. The 3-0 and Dolphins are now the new Super Bowl favorites after beating the Bills and, and are now currently leading the NFL in yards. I you am going it? to leave that <laughs> in the dust. All day, every day. And I have a few reasons why, okay? <laughs> all right, let's hear them. So the Bills, first of all, they're leading the league in defense right now. With uh, They've given up the least amount of yards in the entire NFL. Total, yep. The Dolphins, the Dolphins won that matchup this previous Sunday on luck. <laughs> on luck. <laughs> Within the second, if Josh Allen was given one second, maybe two more seconds, he could have spiked that ball, kicked the field goal, sent it to OT. Mm-hmm. Now, could they have produced an overtime? Possibly. But you also got to look at how tired both of the teams were. I don't know if you saw it, but Stephon Diggs on the very last drive, he was literally laid out on the sidelines. He was that exhausted for how many targets he was getting. So it was bad. It was horrible. But then you also got to look at Tua. Tua had a weird, very, very weird injury that the NFLPA is also investigating right now because they feel like concussion protocol wasn't used there. Tua might not be producing the amount of uh, yards or the amount of plays that he was previously producing within these past three weeks. Mm hmm. So you got to look at all the different teams that are kind of just emerging throughout the NFL right now. And Super Bowl favorites, eh, no. <laughs> maybe first-round bye favorites, eh, maybe. But Super Bowl, no way. 
Yeah, I think this is just what Miami wants to be talking about. They're like, we're three and out, you know. I, I mean, I, I think there is something to be said about Miami's resilience in this game. I mean, if you go and look at just the overall stats and you read down total yards, you read down total first downs, and you would have said the Bills won that game and they would have won by, you know, 15 points. Yeah, I would think it was like their first down totals were like 31 to 12 or something. Like it was absolutely, yeah, I mean, it was insane. Yeah. So I get it. But I think the thing that you can sit there and talk about is, one, the Dolphins' defense, man, like they played pretty well. And I think Tua got enough done. And I think at this point we do need to start looking at Tua with the weapons he has down in Miami as a viable quarterback in the NFL. Like we, we kind of do. I mean, now, again, he's not – is he going to be super flashy? He's not going to throw six touchdowns every week. We get that. But at the same time, like, he came out, he didn't give up on this game. Like, he came back in, questions aside, you know, if you know if the PA needs to figure out what's going to go on, is it back injury is what I keep hearing versus concussion. That, you know, we'll figure that out stuff out later. But you do have to think that he is a viable option in the NFL. So take it or leave it. So this one's, it looks like this one's from you. So take it or leave it. JT's production will begin to increase within the next few weeks. So I'm assuming you're taking that. Is that correct? Oh, I'm t- I am taking it all day. Yeah. All day, every day. <laughs> um, I'm going to take it, and it's not because you're taking it, but here's why I think – I think it's it's because it has to. I don't, I don't think it's because, like – I think that's really the only reason is if they're smart, it has to increase. Um, this past week, I think he ended up getting double-digit touch touches. I think that's the first time this season um, – which was ridiculous. I mean, his yards per carry is like almost seven. Like it was like six and a half or something, you know, throughout this year. So, I mean, he's in, he's been insanely efficient. They're just not giving the ball. Uh, I think it just has to get, keep getting better just because of the fact that Matt Ryan dropping, and you saw it this past weekend, if he dropped back and passed, I think he had like less than two seconds to get rid of the ball and he's getting sacked. Mm-hmm. Like they need to and it's really weird to say they need to do like the old, like Minnesota Kirk cousins, Dalvin cook mentality of run the ball, pound the ball and then play action. Like that's what they need to be doing. And they're not doing that. Like they're, they're giving Matt Ryan five and seven, you know, dropbacks. And it's like, dude, he ain't got time to throw the ball deep. <laughs> like he's getting hit yeah. in like, a, you know, a second and a half. So if they don't get that production up, or increase that production. I think, like we've been saying all year, Frank Wright's definitely going to be on the hot seat and probably won't be the Colts head coach, even after the Mm -hmm. crazy lucky win I feel like they had this past weekend as well. Oh, and again, (laughs) that win, again, that was was another fluke, I feel like. (laughs) I mean, if we're talking about crazy NFL games, you this past week especially, you can't not mention the Colts and Chiefs. I mean, you just can't. No, I, I know. And, <laughs> JT was at that game, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw him texting in the chat, and I was like, "There is no way he's like even able to watch this game." Yeah, it was, um, it was bad. But kind of, kind of going on to that question there. Um, if you kind of look at the Colts' schedule within this next couple weeks, I mean, they're facing the Titans next week, and. The Titans have the most points allowed in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's in the highest in the AFC South. And they're one and two. So I think Jonathan Taylor versus the Titans going to be a big game for him to produce some points. 
going to be a big game to, for him to get some rushes, going to get some be a big game to get his wheels under his legs again. So yeah, it's a statement. That's game. why. I, yeah, that's why I'm kind of taking it. That's why I'm taking it, and that's why I'm not going to bench JT this next week. <laughs> All right. So now here we go. This one. Let's do two more, and we'll, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap up. So let's do one more here. Take it or leave it. The Jags will win the AFC South. Right. Oh. In, yeah. I think I am going to take that. Ooh. I'm going to take it, which it is a very hot take, but the Jags are hot right now. The Jags are hot. Dude, they look Travis, good. Travis Etienne looking good. Mm-hmm. Even though his production this past these past few weeks, fantasy-wise, not the best, not the best point scorer. But this past week's game, um, he was looking phenomenal. And... Trevor Lawrence, he's finally kind of making a statement as well. He mm-hmm. is. He, whatever drama was going on last season with Urban Meyer, everything like that, I think that's kind of all past, said and done, even though it was a crazy wild situation. I don't think you can completely denote it, but I think it's all said and done. I feel like T Law is going to shine out within this next week versus the Eagles just because. Just because the Eagles are looking way too hot on offense and they can't pick up on the defense. Yeah, I, w- I will say their their offense is insane <laughs> right now, oh. but I'm I'm loving it. But no, I I'm it's crazy. I'm definitely taking this, and and I hate yeah. to say it because you know I was looking preseason. I I mean we talked all off season. Christian Kirk with that contract he got, there's no freaking way he can be a number one. Well, he's definitely looking like a number one. Tre- Trevor Lawrence is making him look like a, tr- a number one. You know. Urban Meyer was the problem on this team because Doug Peterson's come in and what has he done? Dude, this defense, 38 points against. 38 points against. And this defense was one of the worst defenses last season. They have 84 points four, and that is best on both in the entire division. And not by a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, like by a lot, guys. Like, yeah, the next team for points for are the Titans at fifty-one, and they have eighty-four. Okay, which is unreal. (laughs) Like, which is unreal. I mean, I know someone was talking earlier. They're they're talking about is it possible that the Jaguars will have the biggest worst to first, you know, season in in NFL history? And I think that for them to break that, they would have to go twelve and five or twelve and yeah. 12 and five, I think this year, mm-hmm. I don't know if they can do that, but I do think that they have a very solid chance that they can win this division. I've no, I've got no faith in the Texans. The Titans look terrible. The Colts, the, here's the thing. If Matt Ryan can get settled in, the Colts are going to be the team that to lose it. But man, the Jags are as of right now are making it, making it very, very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, talking about even Trevor Lawrence's threats right now, you can't not talk about Zay Jones. Yeah. He has been, I mean, in his past three games, only one of those games he's gotten below 50 yards. And that's that's just insane to me. And he's, and been, he's been tossed by how many teams out? <laughs> so I don't even know the exact number, but I mean... His first, his last outing versus the Chargers, he got ten receptions, eighty-five yards, which is top-tier wide receiver numbers right there. Mm-hmm. 
so I feel like having Christian Kirk and Zay Jones right there together, just absolutely dominating the defenses that they've played is a very, very liable threat for the Jags to win the AFC South for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving it. Honestly, it's crazy to sit there and think, but maybe I might be a Jaguars fan for this season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to, let's go to another one. Okay, so here's one from you. So take it or leave it. Lamar's eighty plus point performance over the last few weeks is not an indicator on how he's going to perform for the rest of the year, and it looks like that's the most by any quarterback since nineteen fifty. Taking it. Uh, so you think he's going to fall off? I I seriously do. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um. Again, going back to those bills, man. Going back to those bills. He's playing bills in week four. The bills have given up the least amount of yards in the NFL. Their defense is hot. Their defense is hot right now. And I mean, the dolphins again, dolphins game. I continue to say this dolphins game was a fluke. The bills are coming in hot this week playing against Lamar, which is a very, very obscene hot take, but Lamar Jackson is going to get locked up by the bills D this week. Yeah, but you're talking, are we just talking about for this coming week? Or are we talking about the rest of the season? Oh, we can talk about the rest of the season too. The you next think... game they're playing is the Bengals as well. Yeah. And then, I mean, then they have the Giants, but I just, I think that Lamar is not going to be the quarterback for many leagues to have once again. I just mm. don't. See, I think I might leave this one. And here's why. And it, it just, to me, it just comes back to the contract. The dude's playing for a contract. Like I was saying, you know, earlier this year, I I see quarterbacks, I mean, mostly with, with quarterbacks. I've even seen a couple of wide receivers do this, but not many. Um, but most quarterbacks that try to bet on themselves, as long as they stay healthy, they end up having an insanely talent, like, and just a really good year. And I think Lamar, he's been betting on himself now for the last two years. And as long as he doesn't get hurt, I think he has a shot to, you know, be probably one of the highest paid quarterbacks next year easily. Because I think, I don't know, I don't know if he'll be able to keep up the pace that he's at now. Because the other thing that's crazy is he's really not running the ball as much as he usually does. Um, he's been mm-hmm. staying in the pocket. And I mean, Devin DuVernay, like, I don't know where the heck he's come from. But like, I remember having talks about him like three or four years ago. Like, this dude's going to be a viable option down there. And, and he was nothing until this year. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Mar- Marquise Brown trade really kind of opened it up for Devin DuVernay. But I mean... The team looks good. Mark Andrews probably still one of the best tight ends in the league. They can't figure out the running game because it's basically Lamar and nobody. But I kind of like the wide receiver core. The defense is still playing good enough. I, I'm with you on the matchup this coming week. I will say that. I think it's going to be a tough matchup against the Bills. But the Bengals are kind of, you know, eh right now. The Giants can can kind of go back and forth. The Browns will be in a good game. Then the Bucks, Saints, Panthers. I think rest of season, because like the division's not that strong. Like the Steelers, the Browns, the Bengals. Like I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna have to leave that one. I'm sorry. I'm about to go against hey. that one, but no worries. Hey, it's all good. No it worries. All good. But you guys, hey, you out there, let us know what's your thoughts. You taking or leaving? Lamar Jackson is he gonna be the quarterback that we all think he's gonna be this year, or is he gonna be what the Deuce thinks is gonna be a bust? 
<laughs> Maybe not necessarily a bus, but is he going to fall off? Is he going to fall off the train? Let us know. You can find us at Monsters FB on all of our social media pages. Come check us out. Don't forget on Saturday, we will be going live to talk some start sits. Don't want to miss that. But thanks again, guys, um, for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters podcast. And we'll catch you next time. No, I'm just telling you the facts Oh, these chains can keep me down yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cool, man, I can fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you